Welcome to the Writer's Block. This space is for aspiring writers, indie and published authors who desire tips, tricks and tools to foster confidence in your ability to write. This space is also for voice actors, editors and literary agents. All those people whom are writing adjacent. Let this space be a haven, a resource, and a reminder you can write all you see and see all you write. Grab your pens. We're about to circle the block. To say that being a Black writer is one of the most fulfilling and frustrating things I have ever done is an understatement. To have people then use the word diversity as either a shield or snowboard or a buzzword is equally frustrating. For this particular episode, it's going to be a mix of rant and experience, especially as it relates to non-Black writers writing Black characters in their work. Now again, I will never on this platform tell you what you cannot write about. That's not my place. However, as a Black woman, as a Black woman who writes, I am going to advocate for representation of my people with all their personhood and humanity. One of my favorite people on the internet is actually Michael LeBourne. He is insightful and (laughs) he he is amazing. And he actually has his own independent publishing company, DYB Publishing, which I'll make sure to put in the show notes. And the one thing that I believe is so amazing about him is he is willing to have these public discourses on applications as they need to be. This past weekend, he had a dust up, as it were, with um, a writer in his comment section on TikTok. Her name is Jessica Tesher, T-E-S-C-H-E-R. And Miss Tesher is a white woman who writes or includes uh, Black people in her fiction. That seems pre- that seems pretty innocuous and and pretty pretty okay, right? Again, on this side of the internet, you all will always hear me talk about how essential it is to be diverse to write the characters that you write the characters that you want to write, you know, putting you in the world, right? Especially as a black writer. Yet, in this particular comment, she tells the most marvelous Michael LeBorn that I do not support arbitrary literary rules based on skin tone. Can we speak in DM? And he tells her absolutely not. And I know there'll be people who will come by this way and say, you know, Jen, that's a little out of hand. You know, we keep saying we want diversity and we know that um, the tr- the world of traditional publishing is do- is and does have racist elements. So why is that a problem? 
This is a problem when you have white authors such as Ms. Tesher who only focus on the struggle of black people and don't even capitalize the being black. The thing that is so crazy about this, again, insistent debate that we keep having as people, especially as black writers, the thing that is that is so aggravating to me is it's almost as if we are being gaslit. It feels as if it feels as if our pleas for real diversity and not just buzzword diversity are continuously ignored. And also in the comment section of Michael's uh, this particular this particular uh, this uh, in his comment section for this particular comment. Again, this was on TikTok. Again, I'll link all uh, Michael's information in the show notes. One woman put an actual line from her book. This is an actual line from Miss Tesher's book. It says, quote, my insatiable work ethic, my confidence that no man, woman, light skin or dark skin is going to keep me from achieving. That is a. Uh, that that's uh I can't even get into how problematic that is I I really can't I really really can't and uh that line is taken from her book called Blind Fate here's the thing the one thing that needs to be said about this especially as it relates to you as a non-black person writing about black people, the first thing you need to do is ask yourself, can I really do that? And that goes beyond the ability to actually convey thought or imagining to paper. That goes beyond that. What we are asking as black writers is, can you put our humanity on paper also? And I know people come through the comments, this, the comment section or reviews of this video, and not, necessarily, not necessarily this video, but of this particular podcast and say that I'm being divisive. I don't care that you think I'm being divisive. The fact that most black people who write, who write anything are automatically relegated to urban fiction is is decisive and problematic and I don't even have time enough to get into that. What I am asking is why can't our humanity come from the tip of a pen of a white person? Why can't that happen? I'm asking for friends. Yet this be the part though, right? This be the absolute part, the absolute part that is so rage inducing is, again, this woman says that she doesn't necessarily believe in arbitrary rules based on skin tone. But then she asks this black male writer, can they speak DM? 
if you believe in what you're saying, if you believe in what you're saying is valid, necessary, needed, and representative of the collection or population of people who are going to read your book, why do you want to speak DM? This is the problem. Again, we have buzzword diversity and we have authentic diversity. Buzzword diversity is reactionary. It, it's very surface level. It doesn't affect any change. It's a hashtag. Actual diversity includes people's experiences and their humanity. If you as a non-black writer want to include black people in your work, you are going to have to have some black people around you for one to read your work because they call them sensitivity readers now, which, which are amazing. One of the people who, one of the people who uh, does that is a um, former guest of the show, the fabulous Annette King. The thing that must be said and must be conquered and must be confronted is if you are going to put black people in your work as a non-black person, you need to put something else in the work that is not based in our struggle, that is not trauma-driven. Most white writers do not know how to write black people because they have not had the black experience. And again, I know some people will listen to this particular show and think it's divisive, think it's being prejudiced. No, it's not. The basis of this particular show is to challenge you in how you represent people who don't look like you. And flat out, if you can't write black, if you can't, if you don't know any black people, don't write about black people. And again, you heard the, you heard the clip that I actually, from her actual book, someone, someone found the book and read that and read that particular line. And the funny thing is, Miss Tesher took down her TikTok page. I wonder why that is. And again, this is the problem. Buzzword diversity versus authentic diversity. Authentic diversity seeks to bring everybody in. Now, let me just flip it on its head a little bit, right? Now, I am a, I am a cishet black woman, right? Those are the only experiences that, I, that I've had, being a cishet black woman. So if I want to, if I want to introduce, let's just say, for example... Uh, a white person into my work. And I've actually done that with Ruby. I have to have experiences with white people or glean from other people's experiences of white people. Yet, in the immortal words of Toni Morrison, my, authentic my authenticity comes from the street, whether I've been there or not. Now, at this age of 41, I have been around enough white people and know them historically, as James Baldwin said, to construct a white person in my particular work. I can do that. They don't have to be featured, but I can do that, right? I can do that and did that with um, Catherine, Catherine Lewis in my, not Catherine Lewis, but uh, Catherine Brigsby. No, it was Lewis. I'm sorry. Think, thinking about another character I wrote, but I can feature women like Kathy that again, that are in um, my first novel, Ruby, because I've been around enough white people. I was married to a white man and I, and I, as a writer, seek to put people's humanity, good, bad, evil, indifferent, or good on paper. I can do that. If you as a white writer cannot do that, 
that pre- that presents all other matter all other matter of problems if you refuse to do that as a as a writer whom is not black for your black characters that is a problem it's not an issue that you want to write about black people that's fine but make us human and capitalize the b in black and again reading reading this uh quote again that came from that came from her book called blind fate my this is again her line from blind fate my insatiable work ethic my confidence that no man woman light-skinned or dark-skinned is going to keep me is going to keep me from achieving now as a black woman i cringe at that i cringe at that because where is the humanity in that now again i can playing devil's advocate or flipping it flipping it flipping it on its head have i read the entire work no I haven't. And in that I can give I can give that small modicum of grace because I don't know where that quote was taken from. Right. I don't know where that quote. I don't know what was going on with that particular character to make her say that. I don't know. Yet as a black woman. I would not put colorism into that particular statement. And why she would bring colorism into that is problematic. Why she's not willing to discuss this in a public format. Because again, you have a book that's for sale on your site. People are reading it, but you don't want to discuss what you said openly. No, you don't get to do that. You don't, you don't get to hide your hands when you, when you are writing for diverse audiences. People are still up in arms at J.K. Rowling for the problematic stuff she said in regards to what's going on in her universe. And some of it she defends, some of it she doesn't defend. And at the same time, we as black writers, we have the unique positioning in this particular, in this particular time to write from multiple vantage points. Even if we have to draw from history to do that, we can draw from that. We know what, we know what uh, good white folk look like what evil white folk look like, what neutral black folk look neutral black folk look like and bad black folk look like. We have the vantage point of writing from either direction because again, we have the historic we have historical record, we have other people's experiences and we have our own. This is how characters are developed and yet if there was a person who would have come to me again using Ruby for an example, saying to me that you know, Jen, I think that Catherine um Catherine is Catherine Lewis. That, that was her. That was her last name. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about um, my other my heroine. Uh, my heroine's name. But if if there was a white woman to come to me and say that you know Catherine Lewis made her uncomfortable, good. She was supposed to make you uncomfortable. Well, I don't like how you wrote her. Why didn't you like how I wrote her? And if it goes into what something she said or something she did. That goes into her. That goes into the character, not necessarily an assault on the on the race as the race as a whole. The problem with what we keep seeing with non again non black writers writing about black people is where's the humanity? All you all seem to pull from is trauma and history. But you know, but clearly reading from just reading that particular line, you can tell she don't know no black people. You can tell that. If you're going to write for diverse audiences, if you're going to include a diverse array of characters, give them their humanity. 
Why is that an issue? That's the greater question. It is Black History Month. This is a time where we as a culture, as a greater community, celebrate one another. And yet we still are negotiating and breaking down the barriers that racism continually puts up. You as a non-black writer, writing about black people, again, is not the problem. The issue becomes when you will not defend that, when you want secret conversations to take down accounts, to not defend that which you wrote when you are writing about black people who may have similar or parallel or exact experiences. Now, there are certain things in this life that are generic, heartbreak, loss, grief, joy, pain. Those things are those things are not those things are not are not unfamiliar to people. Those are part of the human experience, the human experience. What gets, I believe, a lot of non-black writers caught up when they write cross-culturally is if you are not familiar with that culture by which you were trying to write about, your writing is then disingenuous. It then becomes an issue. Then it becomes a matter of, I can't trust this because this is an affront. It's not an affront because of the plot or of the style of writing. It becomes an affront to me as a black person living a black experience in a place that is decidedly anti-black and anti-woman. If I see a depiction of my of my condition, of my social condition of being a black woman, if I see that depicted, in a way that does not give personhood or humanity, I have a problem. And if you as a non-black person write about the black experience and you have no you have no experience in that and your writing shows that and you are not willing to have a discourse about that, it's a problem. Because again, you're using that, that shield of racism and privilege to hide, to hide behind versus standing on what you said. Now, um, Michael LeBourne goes goes on to say on his particular TikTok, TikTok TikTok account that he wants to be he wants to participate in this particular conversation as it relates to again that writing cross culturally, and I think that's amazing because again we are trying to push against this greater narrative one of that black people are just steep our our relationships, our social standing, our reason for being as it were is only to suffer and die. So you need people who are willing to have these hard conversations with you if you decide to write cross-culturally. You need that. It's not good enough to just, again, do buzzword diversity versus authentic diversity. Buzzword diversity, again, is never going to change anything. It's a hashtag, as it were. It's something that draws attention. Authentic diversity will always challenge what is going on and put more people in the room that need to be there. And there are more black folk that are needed everywhere in every arena. Because remember, there is no there is no place and can be no place where black is not. The time has come to leave you to your thoughts and words. The hope is that what was shared in this space was encouraging 
empowering, and a catalyst to write. Special thanks to Valor Music LLC for all audio production and mixing. All business inquiries and advertising inquiries can be sent to circlethewritersblock at gmail.com. If you feel so inclined to support the work of this podcast to continue to fight erasure of black and minority writers, consider supporting through Cash App at dollar sign J-B-H-W-R-I-T-E-S, that's J-B-H Writes, or PayPal at S-G-L-L-C dot one zero three eight at yahoo.com. We will see you next time when we circle the blog.